you're listening to we need you to help us out and donate some money Venmo is the website that you will get to through us and uh, we need to keep going to keep you going uh, plenty more records about this week coming on
Io sai un ombre sincero, per onde cresce la palma. Io sai un ombre sincero, per onde cresce la palma. E antes de morir me quiero, echa mis versos del alma.
sir. This song from another country. It's a marching song. Thirty years ago, the soldiers of Chiang Kai-shek's army would desert to join the Red Army, and most of them were illiterate. And they had to learn a few things in a hurry. So there was a song they were supposed to learn. So this song has the peculiar title of The Three Rules of Discipline and the Eight Rules of Attention.
ring and nobody listening. I heard a one person start, I heard the many people laughing. I heard the song of a poet who died in the gutter. Well, it's hard.
When I'm home, everything seems to be right. When I'm home, feeling you, holding me tight. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the thing that you do will make me feel all right. valleys wild, piping songs of pleasant glee, on a cloud I saw a child, and he, laughing, said to me, pipe a song about a lamb, so I piped with merry cheer, piper, pipe that song again, so I piped, he wept to hear, drop thy pipe, thy happy pipe, sing thy songs of happy cheer. So I sung the same again, while he wept with joy to hear. Piper, sit thee down and write in a book that all may read. So he vanished from my sight. And I plucked a hollow reed, and I made a rural pen, and I stained the water clear, and I wrote my happy songs every child may joy to hear. Little lamb, who made thee? Dost thou know who made thee? 
gave thee life and bid thee feed by the stream and o'er the mead, gave thee clothing of delight, softest clothing, woolly, bright, gave thee such a tender voice, making all the vales rejoice. Little lamb, who made thee? Dost thou know who made thee? Little lamb, I'll tell thee. Little lamb, I'll tell thee. He is called by thy name, for he calls himself a lamb. He is meek and he is mild. He became a little child. I a child and thou a lamb. We are called by his name. Little lamb, God bless thee. Little lamb, God bless thee. Father, father, where are you going? Oh, do not walk so fast. Speak, father, speak to your little boy or else I shall be lost. The night was dark, no father was there. The child was wet with dew. The mire was deep and the child did weep and away the vapor flew. The little boy lost in the lonely fen, led by the wandering light, began to cry. But God, ever nigh, appeared like his father in white. He kissed the child and by the hand led and to his mother brought who in sorrow pale through the lonely dale her little boy weeping sought. Oh, 
experiments, and I have come to this conclusion. You think uh, that you have lost your love? Well, I saw her yesterday. It is you that you're thinking of, and she's told me what to say. She says she loves you. Yeah! 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 She loves you. Yeah! 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 She loves you. Yeah! 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 She said you hurt her so. She almost lost her mind. <laughs> and now she says she knows that you're not the hurting kind. She says she loves you. Yeah, yeah, she loves you. Yeah, yeah, she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. It's up to you. I think that it's only fair. Pride can hurt you too. Apologize to her because she loves you. Yeah, yeah, she loves you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fail. 
Black 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 is the show you heard. Keep listening. Keep coming back. on a lark and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Welcome, 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 welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-R-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, hey, welcome, Mike. welcome, welcome. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're in rare form, but it's not so rare. Thanks for oh, having me. I'm always excited at the beginning of the show. This is a two-hour show, so hey, we start off our show fresh. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, you can by using our acronym. It's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We have a fantastic YouTube channel that Carl uh, moderates, I guess, or tolerates. I mean, we watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and we do this every week. We stream first on mutinyradio.fm. We're on it right now, every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. (laughs) Hawaii. What is it, Mountain? It's 11 a.m. Hawaii time, <laughs> 2 p.m. Los Angeles time, 5 p.m. Uh, Jersey City time. Wait a minute. You don't call it San Francisco time anymore, you snub. You're L.A. now. I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, well, the station does broadcast from L.A. and uh, from right. uh, San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yes. yes. Listen, people, call it Frisco. Just do it. Bite the bullet. Be, do something new. Call it Frisco. Oh, yes. Well, you know, back in my hometown of San Fran. Mm. Oh, uh, the gay area. How dare you call it? Just call it Frisco. Frisco. People call it Frisco. There's no, no shame in the game. San Fran is a shameful thing, but, you know, people Janice learn. Joplin called it Frisco. Uh-huh. Hippies call it Frisco. Yeah. William yeah. S. Burroughs called it Frisco. Yeah, he shot his wife. Oh, that doesn't mean you. Okay, never mind. So it's a rich history of the Bay Area. MutinyRadio.fm is part of it. You can go to MutinyRadio.fm, hit the donation button, send some money. You can send it through Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Helps the station out a lot. We're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. We want you to listen to the show as audio while watching the video on YouTube at the same time for a multimedia extravaganza. Oh, it's titillating. Multimedia. 
so uh carl what is the movie today today we are watching <clears throat> finders keepers 1984 finders keepers 1984 i don't need to spell that for you and the channel we like is a little weird it looks like 4ypmoe but it's not a four. It's like a Greek symbol or a Russian symbol or a East. It looks like a foreign print of the movie, but it is actually in English. So don't don't fret. Mm. They were able to to post it. So go ahead, find the Greek Russian letters. It's the only one that has Wait a second. Keep I'm mistaken. The channel's called P Y C T A M. P Y C T A M. Sorry about that. Oh, I think that's the same one I have. All right, well, sounds good. So here's the trick. We want you to go into your YouTube and don't worry, take your time. We're going to have a fantastic segment right before the movie. So chill out. All right. But the movie's called Finders Keepers 1984. You're going to find a foreign link. That is, of course, you are a cis white male like us in, in America. It looks pretty foreign to us. It is Greek <laughs> or Russian. It's Y-A-P-B-Y. Anyway, click the link. It's the, the only one is full name. Hit pause, move your timer to zero, zero, zero. And when we say go, uh, go ahead and hit the go button. So take your time. We're really excited. The person who's going to say go is a celebrity comedian as mm -hmm. part of our weekly celebrity comedian countdown with Carl. And this is a great segment that Carl produces. He talks to one of the many great comics out here uh, in the Bay Area and uh, in Los Angeles and New Jersey. Uh, Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Ryan Lodge. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I say Ryan Lodge, but that's not how you appear on Facebook. You're Ryan Patrick on Facebook. I mean, could you get any more Irish? What's up there? How can you get your name? I know. You can't trust somebody with two first names, right? Um, <laughs> So I, I guess, uh, yeah, my real name is Ryan Lodge, but my, uh, I guess my stage name is Ryan Patrick, honestly, because uh, my wife is a teacher and uh, not that I do any kind of crazy material that would, you know, be deemed offensive or, you know, rated NC-17, but just in case I always do my, uh, my first and my middle name. Oh, so. your middle name is Patrick, so that's how you arrived at that. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to think. I was like, should I get something cool? But I couldn't think of anything cool. And then if it's like too forced, then it doesn't, it, it would just look weird. And then do I go just by Ryan? And I'm like, ah, I don't think I can pull that off. Like, right. So I just did the first and middle name. So when people bring you up, you are Ryan Patrick. For the most part, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's still a couple people, and this is somewhat recent um, that I've kind of started going by Ryan Patrick, I guess. Uh, it's somewhat recent, so I will get, you know, Ryan Lodge here and there, but to be honest, I don't, I, don't really, I don't really care. As long as my stuff, you know, that's in writing on the internet is Ryan Patrick, I'm fine with it. That makes sense, and you don't know what people will get um offended by or have a complaint about you know or exactly mention. yeah because you know so you are down in like south jersey you do a lot of philly stuff how long have you been doing comedy and you have you been ba basically based out of there the whole time uh no so actually i grew up in south jersey i grew up right outside of 
uh, like Cherry Hill, uh, way down south. And I live up in uh, like right north of Morristown, kind of close to Wayne. And so I live in North Jersey and I've done comedy for, I feel like it's been on and off forever. I remember I started, uh, well, I tried, keyword is tried. I tried comedy for the first time when I was in college and I bombed in like front of maybe 150 people. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. And it was seven minutes of silence and I went in like feeling so confident feeling good and it was a brutal bomb so i stopped stand up but i shifted over to improv and i did about three years of improv in philadelphia then i moved up north um with my girlfriend now wife at the time and i found uh there's a theater called rhino theater in suffern and did improv there for about i think it was like two years and Eventually, I just got the stand-up bug. I'm like, I got to do it. And ever since then, it's been 100% stand-up. Uh, I love it. It's like a beautiful, what's the word? It's a beautiful struggle, I guess you could say, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, I know you do comedy at Rhino. I know that you're the host there on Thursdays very often for their mics. There's two mics there. So what, it was a natural transition from improv to comedy there? Or did you go away and come back again? No, it was funny. Like, while I was doing improv, um, the woman that owns the theater, Maria, she yeah. uh, she, she gave me a chance. And she's like, oh, you should try hosting the open mics for stand-up. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Like, I was freaking out. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll try it. And I tried it. And it was a lot of fun. And the people are so freaking awesome. Like, all the comedians, like, I think a lot of people out that that aren't uh, actively doing comedy or have always thought about doing comedy, I don't think they realize how awesome of a community it is and how friendly everybody is. It's it's awesome. It's it's so cool. So once I started doing um, hosting open mics, that's when I got the bug, and I just really wanted to get more and more involved with stand up and started just doing open mics and just kind of really dove into it so if anybody is thinking about it uh definitely do it nobody is intimidating they might people might look intimidating but comedians are awesome people now you've also got it going on on youtube you're working on this pilot it's called new joke city now i know you're not old enough to remember new jack city that's <laughs> where that title comes from what richie dugan and dc are with you there tell me about this pilot yeah so it's called uh, New Joke City, and what the idea behind it is, uh, Richie Dugan ended up having this idea. He wanted to interview comics, and he also wanted to kind of show uh, the contrasting of material on the street and in an actual club. So they, I got super lucky. They wanted me to host the the show and i said of course it's such a great idea and this other guy dc in the city he's in video production super super professional and he takes these ideas and makes them a reality so uh richie and dc they work together and for the past i don't know what is it, october June, i'd say like three four months um we've interviewed almost 10 comedians just in the streets of new york city whether it was in the bronx washington square park uh union square park 
And then we'll actually do a five minute set in public uh, in front of random people. Yeah. So that's been so interesting. You see so many different characters and it's great to just see the city just, what's the word I'm looking for? Raw? Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, raw. And then turn on the camera and whatever happens, (laughs) happens, you're doing street comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And then magic. It, it's 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 really cool and then at the end of the series um like after every five six comedians we interview uh they they put on a show like an actual uh like an actual show with all those comedians featuring and you get to see i guess the difference between that material working on the street the same exact material working on stage in a club and the difference is unbelievable yeah i'm sure there's a contrast there now dc is dave carey is he from DC? No, no, no. He's uh he's from Central Jersey. Uh-huh. But uh but yeah, we started working together uh during the pandemic actually um through Zoom comedy. So, yeah. Crazy how it just kind of all worked out like that. Yeah, Zoom it's a new world and I don't think it's going away quick. I think it eventually will go away, but it'll be years now that we all know about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. So listen, Ryan, how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media? What's your tags and, and uh, on the Twitter grams and the Snapple chats? Oh, man. Well, let's see. I, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Ryan <laughs> as Ryan Patrick. Ryan. Um, I think on Instagram, my name is Ryan Patrick Comic. Very uh, original. Um, and I'm not really on Twitter that much. I just feel like... During the day, I don't know. Some people tweet all throughout the day. I kind of wish I had that time. Uh, so I'm mainly just on Instagram and Facebook. And then um, and then YouTube. YouTube will have New Joke City come out. Uh, I think it's around November we'll have everything out and about. And, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. So, yeah, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. So this should be airing in November. So people go out there and look for New Joke City. I think this is the, uh, you want to be entertained. I mean, you know, with the street comedy and everything, I think this is the one to check out. So, okay, now everyone at home is poised to watch this movie with us in the studio. We're all going to press play at the exact same time. So Ryan, why don't you take it away and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? Okay, ready? I've been practicing, so <clears throat> hopefully this is good. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. That was awesome. That was a great comedian, uh, celebrity comedian countdown, Carl. I, I thought so. Them. Yeah. And we're going to start off with a unicorn. It's a CBS theatrical film, which I think Young Doctors in Love, uh, directed by Gary Marshall, was the first one. And then they had a big, like, drama hit and then they had movies like this yeah that's right this was a serious movie it was a hollywood movie it was seven million dollar budget and they made over one million so it was a good flop so it was a seven million dollar budget yeah and they made back one point something yeah is it because their title credit looks like Close Encounters of the Third Kind of TV show? <laughs> that's just the that's just the eighties for you. No, maybe it's Michael O'Keefe, the the one no one remembers from Caddyshack. 
That is right. He is the guy you know from Caddyshack. And he oh, got that nice him. Irish girl pregnant. Isn't he married to uh, or was married to a country star? Bonnie Raitt, of all people. I'll oh. be right back. I just have to let the dogs in because, unfortunately, Mutiny Radio Studio will not open the door for me. Hold on. I know. That's a terror. Well, we are setting up here in a mansion. A nice little airless movie. This is directed by Richard Lester, who, of course, made those delightful Beatle movies and those less delightful Superman sequels. But he has a very deft touch. Oh, the Knack's a good movie. I like that movie. I saw that. I like his Beatles movies. Help is funny. So this is kind of like a uh, parading down Broadway movie as the jokes will be <laughs> parading down Broadway. Carl, don't you think the jokes will be Pamela St Stevenson? And what we're seeing right now is a sort of break-in, but the truth is it's the daughter and a lover, and they know right where the safe is, and they know the codes, and they're going to sure. take a bunch of money. As a matter of fact, it'll be $5 million. and that's $5 million in 1984 dollars. So, you know, it's right. pretty pretend money because it's a script any old way, so it's worth zero real dollars. They're going to heist it right now. Look, she's got to hold the bag. She would make a lousy deal or no deal uh, spokeswoman. <laughs> the joke that happened here is she was like ready to, oh, my lover, and kiss him and have a passionate moment. And he's like, come on, come on, open the safe. Uh, she's still trying to seduce him? It, seduce is not the word. They're already together. She's trying to be romantic, and he's just not interested. And you're right. This is Pamela Stevenson. Um, she, Sorry, I had to hear what music was playing. There they go in their already rich person's car, but they're stealing $5 million. Ooh, um, is that Jim Carrey? No, Jim Carrey will show up, though. But well, his name showed up. It's in the credits. Yeah. Don't get excited for him. It's his second film ever, and he has a... It isn't a bit part, but it kind of is. You'll see. He does okay, but you don't know he's a talented person. He just does his job, which is to... His character is like a dummy, so he just acts like... What, what was his first movie? Oh. Um, his... All, All in Good Taste, 1983, was his first movie. Now, Ooh, I... Yeah. You think that's one of those sketch comedy show movies? Yeah, but that's the thing. I, I did not research Jim Carrey. We all know who he is and so much about him. So I didn't look it up. We so didn't I don't know what kind up. of film it was or his history. You know, the elevator pitch, they, that's how they got the music. They were in the elevator and they heard the music and they said, perfect. Open credits. <laughs> The only thing I looked up for Jim Carrey was what was he doing exactly at the second this film was made? What he was Oakland. doing. Hey, there's Mr. Sandwich. This is Oakland. I guess this is the Greyhound or the. Uh... Okay. This is pretending to be Oakland, California, but the truth okay. is it's Alberta, Canada. Interesting because I've been to the train station in Oakland and uh, I can't place it. Well, I was going to bring that up to you because we're going to see the train station. Um, and it's sign and everything. And, and you, you're going to probably laugh because it's certainly not Oakland, California. Well, it's a famous station. It's where Jacqueline Square uh, is. And they have mm -hmm. a, a long 
uh, street perpendicular to the pier, and there's a tr you know a train uh, tracks on that street and long gotcha. But there's there's an Amtrak nearby there. Like if you're in San Francisco and you're like, oh, I am cosmopolitan. I would like to take an Amtrak from San Francisco. <laughs> you would go on a bus, and the bus would take you to Oakland. Mm -hmm. And from Oakland, that's the same with Greyhound. Uh, the Greyhound will take you to uh, the start of the the bus line in Oakland. No, I think it stops off there. But I, I've taken the Amtrak. I, you know, the train. You had to go take a bus over there. But it's fun. It's a beautiful spot. So he's managing a roller derby crew yeah okay so we're meeting michael o'keefe here his name is michael rangeloff and what he is is like uh, a sort of he's not really a con man or something he's just going from odd job to odd job trying to scam people and do stuff and currently yeah he's the coach of a rollerball team you know and he like get, uh sorry roller no rollerball that came must have existed back in 84. Well, the movie was out. Everyone knew Rollerball, right? Yeah, there was two movies. There's a remake. Uh, yeah, there was, yeah. Yeah. So this is in between remake, uh, in between movies. Rollerball. I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was really good. And it had Sonny from Godfather in it. <laughs> yeah, right. It had a lot of solar uh, rollerballs. I don't like solar ball babies. So, uh, no, have you ever seen All the Marbles? Wasn't that a, no, that was a wrestling movie with Peter Falk. No, I didn't. Do you recommend it for my DVD? No. Drew, Drew Barrymore is in a good movie called Whip It. I would recommend that. And that's with uh, Andrew uh, okay. Wilson. Whip It. Drew. Andrew Wilson from Church Ball is in Whip It. And it's about oh. Drew Barrymore joining a roller boogie, a roller disco derby. Okay. Team. I'll check it out. And there if you was see, a... uh, look at that, comedic, entering Oakland. So is this really Oakland? No, it's Alberta, Canada. Look at that tower there. You ever see that in Oakland? No, I never seen that pointy tower. <laughs> <laughs> never seen a house like that. Okay, oh, no, here so... is like, now it's a crime scene. And so the cops will be there and the FBI will come in. Look, I got to try to get this dog in again. I'm sorry. There we go. Now this is not California. No, this is North Carolina, right? Didn't they, they announce where the house was? Oh, look at this. The same actor that's playing the... He's, he's late for Felix and Oscar's poker game. You don't think that cop is like an husband and everything? I think so. Oh no, I got an ad. Jeepers Creepers. No, I didn't get an ad. It's just the same movie. It just switched. We're at a church. Maybe it's an ad for Jesus Christ. Hey, okay, movie I'm patrons. Back. They're both inside now. My wife's in Florida. My kid is sleeping. Everything's cool. Oh, you got the dogs in? You yeah, did, right? Got the dogs in? And then uh, your, your kids are quote-unquote sleeping, and uh, your wife is quote-unquote at a business meeting? No, she's in Florida because there was a passing, and two of the kids are at college. It's just the one boy upstairs sleeping. And stop making me a quote-unquote guy. <laughs> oh, hey, look. It's Jim Carrey. 
So he's on the run from the rollerball team. Meanwhile, they're investigating that robbery, okay? And these two things will come together and marry each other on a train. Okay, that makes no sense. So an Oakland uh, roller derby uh, embezzler and uh, con men stealing money from their... Okay, they're going to meet on a train. I got you. Why don't you say that sooner? Yeah. Guys, well, letting the movie do the talking. You know, this is Anne Rand's least favorite train movie, followed by Atlas Shrug, <laughs> part one, two, and three. So now, you know, he's he's got a moment of reprise, and it's going to turn into a situation in which he's basically sleeping with a woman in the bath upstairs. That's how slick he is. 